Hello listeners, John Power here, host of the How To Hobby podcast, and I want to be the first to welcome you to Platform How To Hobby. Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby podcast. I'm your host, John Power, joined by my lovely co-host, Sean Bennett. He is back from the East, back and ready to attack the listenership of the platform and My goodness, we have an action-packed show tonight, listeners. This is the 2022 wrapped edition of the How To Hobby podcast. You've probably been seeing it around town. This this app's going to give you this. This app's going to give you this. But none of them are going to be able to compete with the, the How To Hobby boys as we break down the good and the bad of 2022. We got activity related good and bad takeaways for you. We've got travel takeaways. We've got some financial wins and losses to talk about tonight. And of course, we're going to finish off with a surprise that, that is to die for. So without further ado, Sean, welcome to the show tonight. How was the East Coast adventure? It was really, really good. I'm glad that we did it. Um, I don't know if I'd go back anytime soon, at least the, to that particular city. We'll, we'll touch on that when we get to our travel takeaways. But it was really good to get out of San Diego, have a little bit of a trip, eat some really good food, take a bunch of Ubers and Lyfts. I haven't done that in a while. So it, it was just good to get out there and travel again and you know take some flights. I think it was a 16 and a half hour flight day coming home because we had four flights and a four hour layover in Chicago. So it was, it was interesting, but I'm, I'm glad I did it, but I'm also glad to be home. Oh, I bet. It's always nice to get home after a nice long, uh, flight home. Three, three layovers. There was from Cincinnati to Chicago, then a four and a half hour layover in Chicago, then Chicago to Denver layover in Denver, then Denver to San Diego or Denver to LAX. When did you get home? Uh, close to midnight, I think. We we <laughs> left the Airbnb at 9.45 uh, a.m. And we got home. Now, mind you, that's East Coast time. We left at 9.45 Eastern time and got home at midnight Pacific time. So it was an incredibly long day. Uh, and by the time we got home, we were exhausted and starving. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that we did it. I just, uh, I will pay attention now checking uh, buying tickets through Southwest, doing a little bit of a better job at looking at uh, the return flight and where the layovers are. Because we were just so focused on the first flight going there, we completely said, oh, the flight home will be totally the same. Not totally the same. So uh, I'll keep that in mind moving forward. Number of layovers or just? Yeah, yeah okay. it was a completely different ball game coming home as it was going there. Gosh, man. Well, that is... That is no bueno, as they say, but I'm glad you made it back. And you even got a little bit of the travel bug, it sounded like, uh, mm-hmm. yep. coming coming, coming back. Yeah, too we, cold? It was too cold out there? It was pretty cold. I mean, it's in the 20s most of the time we were there. Um, but it definitely, we both came down with a little bit of the icky. Uh, we got home and, you know, luckily negative for COVID, but definitely both got some sort of... Uh, flight sickness or something coming back because we were both coughing and, and hacking it for a couple of days but we're all better now uh my lovely voice has returned oh, so sultry so vocals we are we are back and uh ready to go <laughs> oh my goodness well it is a pleasure to have you back we uh dove into the world of shorts last week sean i kind of talked with you prior to the to the episode tonight we are launching a new format going into 2023 listeners we're going to be attempting to hit you with two episodes a week starting next year it's going to be one of our 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 stretch goals you got to have them every single year so coming out of 2022 it's been a great year we've loved spending time with you guys once a week but we're going to try out the shorts thing so we're going to have a short form episode and then of course the longer form with sean and i just diving into everything hobby and that's going to be what we do coming into 2023. So you won't be confused when it happens, right? This is all part of the plan. We're we're we feel like we're all the way at the top and we're we're not even halfway there. So it's just amazing. Thank you for your wonderful support this year. And we we do want to do that. Thank you guys before we uh 
before we forget and run out of time on 2022 we got two weeks left sean this is unbelievable i know it's absolutely bananas that we're already almost into 2023 i feel like we just hit 20 i feel like we just hit 2020 i don't think the last couple of years have been real uh so going into <laughs> they have been, been fake <laughs> going into 2023 has been uh i'm i'm excited for it but yes please please expect to the listeners out there please expect to be run over by the how to hobby podcast train starting in january we're going to be coming at you with more episodes than we've ever had before so please please look out for that that is correct. And we will be planning on taking a little bit of a break over the holidays to give ourselves just a little bit of time to to, to rejuice up. You know, get get ready, think about it, take it in. You got to do it. It's important. Go do a bike ride or something while we, while you're waiting for us to uh to come back on on the air. But um so Sean, I heard the the word on the street is you're reading you're doing some yeah. reading here this to to finish out the year. Are you kind of trying do you have a goal reg regarding your reading? I had my main goal was to finish a book that I had started a while ago. It's the fourth book in the Jack Carr series and I I'm an avid reader. I I love doing it, but I had started this book and I kept getting distracted and never really picked it back up again. So I finally decided to sit down and read it and I think the last 24 to 36 hours i've read about 350 pages of the book so far so i'm cranking through i sat and read it while eating dinner i sat it while the chili was cooking tonight which i made chili great oh. great cold weather meal chili yes. cornbread um so i was simmering for you know 45 minutes i was reading uh, i've just fallen back into the routine of realizing how much i enjoy reading and i want to stick to it so that is going to be probably one of my resolutions for next year, I have a bunch of my old books that I've read too many times that I'm going to be donating to the local library. And my goal is to restock with some good books to, you know, kind of binge over the next year. So if anyone's got any suggestions, please let me know. Uh, and I will I will look into the world of those books. Ah, well, let me tell you one right off the rip. I'm reading this Night Circus book right now. OK, never it's, heard of it's it. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's very, uh, mystical is how I would okay. call it. It's, it's, I love those it's books. fantasy. It's kind of, you, you're left not really understanding what's going on way less intense than a Jack Carr special. Let me tell you that, <laughs> uh, the Jack Carr, I read, um, Terminalist this year. That was, and I think maybe I can do one of his books a year, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, Sean, they are, it's a gut punch of just it, intensity. <laughs> it is. It's, it's part of why I had a hard time getting into this one is it was his books are so researched, right? And they're so detailed in the historical facts that build the reality that makes these books. You're like, oh, my God, this could really be happening because it's so accurate to reality that sometimes it can be a little overwhelming to try and understand all at once. I mean, when he's dropping names of countries and people and politics, and you're just like, okay, this is just too much for me to try yeah. and handle right now. That's why I put it down and I decided to just pick it up and get through it. And I will admit, I'm glad I did because it's it's possibly one of the best books in the series. Oh, uh, good. But I already have book five, so I'm going to switch right into that when I finish this one. And nice. then he's oh, wow. he's put out some teasers that book six should be coming soon. So what I'm pretty is this excited. Guy doing? He's a maniac. He's doing like one book every nine ish months, which is absolutely insane with the amount of information and research that goes into these. Uh, so he's he's fantastic. Fueled by BRCC coffee is what I say. Yep. That's, yep. It's in every book. That's that's what it is. That's uh, that's amazing. Well, so let's talk about something that we, we both are passionate about here. Coming into the holidays, it's a perfect time for gaming. And, and right now, Sean, my favorite game is about to launch into the most amazing time of the year. Fortnite, mm. love it or hate it, they do their Christmas holiday special where the entire map becomes winterized. They, they throw snow everywhere. Everything's snowy, everything's, and then there's these holiday-themed Christmas trees that pop up all over the map, and then you actually, they put, a, they started doing this last year, there's a Yuletide Lodge in the, 
in the loading screen or like the main menu mm -hmm. and you get a present every single day leading up to Christmas. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. So it's like they just give you like either a cosmetic and everything's free. It's a gift. And it's either a cosmetic, um, you know, like graphic or a loading screen or a pickaxe. I mean, they have like a treasure trove of various things they can throw at you and make money. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Fortnite, <laughs> dude, if you've never played, I've been playing with my buddy. I've never played. I've never played. I Oh my gosh. I just dive in, man. It's going to be, talk about overwhelming. It's going to be like a Jack Carr novel. At first, you're not going to have any idea what's going on. And then slowly, you'll start unraveling the onion. Me and my buddy, we, we play like once a week. And this has been something we've been doing consistently through 2022. It's been a major, uh, just awesome moment. Saturday nights, clear the calendar and just play with my buddy from high school. Never thought I'd see it happen. That's but cool. We got, we got another win this weekend, this last weekend. And dude, it's just, we're getting, he's getting pumped about it. So I'm like even more excited. He's like training outside of our normal. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's awesome. I, I don't have uh, time to do as much training as him, but, but we're slowly getting better and better and better, more consistent and uh, getting those wins, man. I got 13 eliminations in this win we just got. I was like, let's go. So that's my, uh, that's my gaming excitement coming into the end of the year here have a little bit of time off. And the only problem is I'm not going to have my computer with me and we're going out of town. So that Oh, oh killer, killer. Yeah. You have some time. But at least you have these Saturday nights. I think that's really really cool and I think that that is something that uh should continue into adulthood. I know that a lot of my friends played games in high school and it wasn't really my jam back then. I've kind of gotten into it more now, but I think there's something so special about keeping those relationships going, especially having a regularly scheduled slot where you're like, no, we're going to sit down and we're going to hang out and we don't get a choice. We're going to do it because it's so it's so needed as you get to adulthood and everything gets life just gets crazy. And you have so many responsibilities pulling you left and right. It's so easy to just stop talking to each other. And so having that scheduled time, I think is brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. I, I it really, it's funny, I didn't even think of it in that way, but it really has been kind of a major part of 2022 for me for just, and for a long time. But yeah, this has been the first year where I've had consistent slotted time mm -hmm. with a buddy where I just, I, we just say, hey, like like every week we text each other, hey, we're playing this weekend, right? And it's only like an hour, you know, it's not very long. It's It's mm -hmm. so, it's the same thing that we've kind of dove into with this podcast where it's, an intentional moment of time every week and it just slowly you just get more and more enjoyment out of it you know yep. it's not like an instantaneous oh like sometimes we just get rocked and that's part of the process right sometimes it's just rough but then there's those special moments where you just oh wins and and a lot of eliminations and everybody's favorite thing and i'm sure most listeners are probably like john is in his 30s why is he playing <laughs> kid games and you're right. It's uh it's a silly thing, but I'll tell you, don't knock it until you try it, listeners. <laughs> if it if it makes you happy, I say go for it. Oh my goodness. I, I don't even have to Oh, and then I've also been playing Halo Master Chief Collection, nice. and I'm just a huge fan of it until I was playing the campaign recently and I got a glitch and I oh. couldn't get out of the chopper. I was literally just sitting there and then I tried to reload it like three times to no avail. Couldn't get out of the chopper. I was like, come on game. What's going on? But I'll let it slide this time, Sean. It's uh, it's all part of the, the par for the course, but that's been another real joy in the gaming world. So we'll finish up with some world cup news. I know Sean, you're not, uh, you're not huge on the world cup. You're not huge on the football. Nope. I'm not, not huge on the football. I, I can appreciate how big it is, but it's just not my cup of tea. Dude, I I can understand it, but at the same time, I just I, I I got into this, I think the last time the World Cup came around, I believe it was 2016 mm -hmm. was the last time they did it. But I, I could be wrong. I think it's like every four years, every two years, something something like that. But um gosh, there's something magical to it, and I love the chess like 
structure to the game. Like it's just different and seeing mm-hmm. how they like work and also like how fast it can transpire where they just get worked. Yep. Um, and you know, one team just completely takes down the other with, with some well-placed passes and then an immediate goal. I mean, it's just so, it's so fast. And so we have some big things coming out here, coming down the line. We're in the semifinal, Sean. Okay. So we already have, we know who's going to be in the finals, Argentina, Lionel Messi, the man, the myth. He's going to be in the final. So that's huge for him because this is his last world cup, but he's been killing it and they beat Croatia today. Sorry, listeners, if you're not up on the World Cup, like you're about at this to be. point, <laughs> you should be. Um, and then coming into the weekend, we have France and Morocco tomorrow. And Morocco should not have been here. They were like low seed. They never really go anywhere. So this is huge that they're in the semifinals. But they're going up, up against France. Mbappe, oh my goodness. The 20, he's like 22 or 21. Phenom. I mean, this guy is just unbelievable. He's been playing. These guys start playing when they're like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And they get on these world uh, like squads, like like actual European teams making millions of dollars for playing soccer. I mean, it's That's, like... It's really cool if you can get to do that. It I, It is. I think it's really cool. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to be an exciting one. That's tomorrow. And then we'll have the, the final on Sunday. So... Anyway, listeners, hopefully you're getting some joy out of this. It's been great for me. Sean, at least check out the Sunday match. What do you say? Yeah, Take okay. a look. I will do it. I will do it. I haven't watched a single game yet, but I, I will do it just for you, John. All right. It should be on at 7 a.m. your time. It's a great morning tradition. Okay. okay. I like it. All right. So we've, we've, we've done it all, Sean. We've, we've gone through everything we need to do before we dive into the main content tonight. Our 2022 wrapped. But first, we're going to break down our everybody's favorite subject, Sean. Everybody's. <laughs> and that is the social media. So if you have any feedback for us as the how-to hobby boys, maybe you just want to say, hey, happy new year, merry Christmas. The best way to get in touch with Sean and I is through our Gmail account, howtohobbypodcast at gmail.com. You could send us an email directly and we do have a website, which is the best way to keep up with everything we have going on in the world of hobbies with Sean and I. We have big plans for the website. Again, coming into 2023, we have a lot more blog ideas, getting some more content, video content, uh, a cook, a cooking corner, what's, what's in our pantry. I mean, we're going to be breaking down every facet of, of the bones that we've laid here on the podcast from cooking to traveling, to our various activities. We're going to lay it all out there on the, on the website. So look for that to be continuing to be improved by Sean and I. Uh, and that is howtohobbypodcast.com. And social media, of course, we have the Twitter and the Instagram at howtohobbypodcast. Follow us there. And if you're enjoying the content, of course, please don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star review wherever you're digesting this podcast. That's how we keep the lights on around here. And Sean doesn't like the dark, so we got to keep it on. Please do. Please do. I got to have a nightlight. Something. <laughs> just a nightlight. <laughs> just just what, enough stars to give get him a nightlight. That's yep, all we exactly. ask. Exactly. That's all we need. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Sean, anything to add before we dive into tonight's main events? Nope. Nope, just that I now have to watch the World Cup. I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to get ready to get into the night's festivities. Oh my goodness. Well, without further ado, let's talk through our biggest wins and losses of 2022. So we're going to start off with the activity world. Uh, this This covers everything. I mean, yep. activity. It could be any of the hobbies we've talked about on the show throughout the year or last year, you know, throughout our, just our history of the how to hobby podcast, but what went well this year and what went wrong is what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to start with, you want to start with the good or the bad, Sean, your call. Let's let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. All right. So give me your, uh, your top activity 
goodness good, for this my, year. My goodness in activity. <laughs> my my big thing, the the single best takeaway, I think in general for this year for me is doing my goal of the 200 days of activity. Um, you know, I'm not doing it for any other reason than just because I said I was going to. And so I'm trying to hold myself accountable to that. But what it has done is it makes me more motivated to get out of bed and go do things. Being unemployed right now, I'm finding that it's it can be really hard sometimes to convince yourself to get out of bed and do something, you know, and I don't have to go to work. I can just lay in bed and watch TV all day. But, you know, I, I know that it's not good for me. It's not good for my health, physical or mental. Mm -hmm. And so having this reason to get up, put the shoes on and get outside has really helped, you know, me. Uh, I don't even know what day I'm on right now. I'm in the 40s uh, of activity, which feels really, really cool to be able to say that I've tracked that. Um yeah, so th that's my my big win for this year was just setting a goal for myself and actually holding myself accountable to it. It's a super attainable goal. Anybody can do this if you're looking to get more active. Just set in the next three months, I want to have 20 days of activity. You're going to live your life like you normally would for those three months, You like you would have anyway. So it's not like you're taking anything away from yourself. But if in those three months you say, hey, I spent 20 days in that time specifically getting outside, you're already in a better spot than you would have been had you not done anything. So start small, pick five days, two days, one day, when the next week, one day I want to get outside and do something active. Um, and for me, activity is usually just walking. So I'm not doing anything crazy. It's hiking or going, taking the dog for a walk or anything like that. So that that's my my big activity win for this year is holding myself accountable to my goal that's awesome man good for you i've seen your activities on strava keeping it up keeping the dog a walks going <laughs> the, and, the, uh, the doge doge, doge walks doge <laughs> the doge doge walks because I, I like to label them too because it helps me kind of remember what i was doing and yeah um, you so got a label you know, you have to. So I do like doge walks or uh, because I needed to get outside walks, things like that is out there. So do it. Wow. Well, I am actually going to do something a little non-conventional. I'm going to give the good for the activity award to my lovely wife. I don't talk Ooh. about her much on the podcast, but she is in, uh, in the midst of training for a big half marathon coming up in February. And, uh, she's been ever since we moved here to Arizona, she's been hitting the ground running quite literally. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so she's just, I mean, she's now she's, she got a gym membership again, right up the street. It's super convenient. So it's been really nice for her to kind of take off up the street, mm -hmm. um, after I, maybe I get off work or, um, you know, throughout the day, give her a break. And then additionally, you know, running around the neighborhood that we have here has been great for her. So she's, she's set up a whole training routine. I've got her, her run stats to my right on a, on a calendar. So nice. she's, she's got them all squared away for as she's going up to the 13 miles, um, what, what she needs to do each and every week. And so she's really broken it down to nuts and bolts and it's been really, it's made me super excited. It's been fun to see somebody you're so close with get get the bug, yeah, and and dive in to the world of consistent activity. And I think I don't know. I mean, it's so I to me it, it really seems like she's picking up steam, and who knows where where she'll go? You know, maybe she'll even do Whitney with me one day. That's that would be that would be really rad. That would be unbelievable, man. My my dream is like Mount Whitney trip with the family all yep. of us do it with the kids young now then again i don't know if i can handle it man it's <laughs> they're gonna be pulling me down yep um and then my good so that's that's probably my top because it's just brought me a lot of joy mm -hmm. um my top kind of good moment has been consist staying on the horse with the super monotonous uh bike um commute that I have here in Arizona. I mean, it is, <laughs> I've talked about it from time to time. It's yep. go take left, take a right, go straight. 
for a long time. Take a left, take a right, you're there. It is like, compared to San Diego, it is uh, night and day. Mm-hmm. And I still think back on my lovely San Diego commute, just the diversity, the amount of twists and turns, the ups and downs, the, oh my goodness, it just gets me going. But what I will say, Sean, regarding my good it's been like, I, I just, and especially during this time of year where it gets serious. This is when it gets serious. This is where you separate the, the, the consistent bike commuters from the non-consistent. When because it starts when to I w- get cold. <laughs> Dude, when I woke up this morning, it was 39. Tomorrow it's going to be 38 and then to end out this week, it's going to be getting into the low 30s. Like we're Dang. talking like 33, I think is going to be the low. So when you wake up, one, just getting up to like, like you're saying, just getting up and then sh- getting ready is hard enough when it's pitch black because yep. I get to work early and the sun doesn't come up in the winter as it did in the, I don't have to give you guys a, a rundown, but man, when I, when I put it all together, Sean, I got my, I've got it down now. And that's what I'm telling you, you listeners, like whatever you do out there, get it dialed. Because when I put on my bike packing bag in the morning, I'm strapping on my samurai sword and I am getting on that. When I put those pedals to the ground, it may be like 30 degrees out freezing, but it feels good. But you're on a mission. mission. I'm on a mission, (laughs) Jack Carr, and I'm doing this. All natural. I don't need that coffee. You get leave the coffee for work. Get this going first. You you need a shot of unbelievably brisk air in the morning. That'll wake you up. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Anyway, that's been my good. <laughs> I didn't intend that to be like a like a master speech, but I really have been thinking about it. Oh man, like when I strap that bag on, man, it's something. There's something to it. Like it's like, yep, I got to go to business, boy. Boom, mm-hmm. and you just. Well, it's it, good, man. It's, it's got impre- weight. It, it does. It, it's <laughs> it's the there's a mental bit to success uh, to succeeding in life, right? There's there's more than just you know you are doing the task, right? You're riding your bike, but it's getting up and snapping that backpack on or your your bag on, and you switch your mind into this isn't just something I'm doing for fun. I mean, it is fun, but it's a mission. You have a task to complete and you are going to do anything in your power to get that task complete. And there's something so satisfying about seeing the task, knowing you're going to enjoy it, doing it, and then getting it done and being able to say, yep, I did another day. I was able to push through another day. And that, that is sometimes more, I don't even know the right way to describe it. Yeah. So much more satisfying than you could possibly think. Something as simple as just getting up and, I don't know, making your bed in the morning, that, that little thing or riding your bike to the office. Exactly. Consistency is the key. And that's where I've struggled leading into my bad for activity is (laughs) also the bike, which is funny is I have been so bad at actually holding myself accountable to riding my bike more. I really wanted to do it more this year. I had all the intentions in the world to do it. And I just didn't hold myself accountable to it. Everything. I found every excuse in the book to not get on my bike and not ride it. And I look back and now I regret having done that. So that has been my bad. I I was like, yeah, I'm going to get more active. And I completely fell apart when it came to wanting to ride my bike more. So, mm. yeah, it, it's, Dude, it's funny. Got... It shows our dichotomy in the two of us. But it it Bike, is. Biking is your good. Biking is my bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we got to we gotta smash this bad right out of the park. We're going to take a, a winter. When I come to San Diego this this holiday season, uh, let's, let's get a ride together, man. I'm bringing my bike. I'm okay, going to be biking around and just getting. We can take a nice leisurely ride to a coffee shop or something. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's make it happen. That'd be a wonderful way to cap off this year and we can put up a little picture or something. Yeah. Well, I think my bad actually, uh, is related to another facet of, of the discipline of biking. So I did not realize that 
mountain biking is as annoying as it is. <laughs> so my mountain bike has been just a labor of love all year. And it is consistently like right now, if it's not the back tire, it's the front tire. If it's not the front tire, it's the back tire. I, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's very strange to me. And I, I thought that it would be much easier, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's extremely difficult to keep that thing up and running and I don't get it. So that that has been my my bad for the because again you you pay all this money I guess and this is why it's bad listeners you pay a lot of money for a product to to have fun to utilize it and I view utilization as consistency and I have not consistently utilized my mountain bike one mm-hmm. because it's exactly what it is you have to go to a mountain to use it that can be tough because just like you were talking about Sean getting up in the morning sometimes like sometimes on the weekend i don't want to go and ride my mountain bike in the mountain even though i do i do want to but i have to do it early i have to pack the car and i've got to get out there and it's just a labor of love so i need to i want to do that one better next year kind of continue to push while i'm still here in the mountains compared to being Mm -hmm. in the city yep like in the future maybe i'm back in the city but I, I definitely think I can do that one better and and hopefully that'll that'll come together a little bit smoother if the thing could just stay on the road. I mean, goodness. <sighs> All right. Enough about this, but clearly I am one dimensional here, listeners. I like bikes. <laughs> like that's <laughs> you, you are you are a biking fiend and it's super impressive. It's something I've always wanted to get into and just never have. But you know, I mean, it, it goes to show that you can be super, super good at one kind of activity and maybe not as gung ho about what feels like the same activity, but a different facet. Like it, I, I see this a lot with guns. It can be really, really gung ho about pistols, but you don't know Jack about ARs or <laughs> long range, but you don't know Jack about pistols. Like it's, I see it in a lot of different things. So, you know, mm. you are, a, you are definitely more of a biking expert than anyone I've ever spent time around. But even you sometimes are like, you know, I just, my mountain bike's a pain in the butt and I don't, I don't <laughs> like to do this. Like this sucks. I think that's, that's cool to see that even somebody who is as skilled as you struggle with, you know, some facets of biking. It, it goes to show that, um, even, even people out there who are, who like look like they're experts sometimes struggle. And that's important to remember. Love it, Sean. You are Unbelievable. Your best co-host in the land, I got to say. Let's dive into our travel takeaways of 2022. Uh, I guess I'll lead off this one with the good since you started last time. All right. So this I've talked about this before in our one of our Travel Hacks episodes. But this year, I've really leaned into trying to understand how to make my body thrive on the road mm-hmm. and, and in, in the air or on the road or whatever way I might be traveling. And I kind of laid down this this tip in one of our episodes. Um, yeah, it was definitely the, the airport travel hacks episode. And it was regarding how to still get good nutrition while traveling, even in an airport. And for me, that's been the best, the biggest takeaway of good when it comes to traveling this year has been how to keep my body fueled in a way that continues to make me feel good. And for, first and foremost, I'll say in general across the board, whether it's been traveling or just eating out, I have really steered clearer of heavy carbs this year. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be a little bit of a nutrition and travel um, takeaway for me. But I just find that for for myself, I have nothing against carbs. I like carbohydrates in definitely in certain aspects. And we've talked about the differences in certain hobbies when you need carbohydrates versus when you don't. And this is where I'm at now, Sean. I like fats, slow acting fats for the good fats for the day to day, nuts, yogurt, uh, you know, small amounts of carbs, like, oh, I'll have, I'll have some bread, like a sandwich, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not eating like a bag of potato chips. I'm not really, um, 
going for that fast acting like carbohydrate dump because my body really just does not feel great. And when I'm traveling, especially, I want to feel efficient. I want to feel like I'm moving quick. I want to feel like that at any moment, if something were to come and happen, like something bad happens, I'm ready. Like I'm not feeling like I'm just, I'm lazed out. I'm just, I don't feel good. Uh, I feel heavy. And a lot of that airport food is super heavy. So in the airport, I talked about, and again, like a carb, like bananas are carbs. They're, They're like huge carbohydrates, but like that's been one of my go-tos in the airport recently has been get a banana, get like a yogurt and bring like a bag, a small bag of mixed nuts and throw it all together and, and get the plastic spoon and just, you know, that's like your, your go-to and or packing your own lunch. And those are, have been, I've, I've really pushed into those two aspects this year. It saved me a lot of money traveling, which has been huge because I'm not paying 20 bucks for a Chick-fil-A sandwich or, uh, you know, whatever Moe's burrito. Now I will say, gosh, man, I really like the Chick-fil-A, uh, like taco bowl thing that's going on. I don't know if you're a fan of the burrito bowl. I'm not, I like Chick-fil-A, but I have a rough relationship with Chick-fil-A where it messes with my stomach pretty hardcore. So I try and do my best to stay away from it. Um, but I really, really like their stuff, but uh, yeah, I struggle. I know what you're meaning though with the struggling with the carbohydrates in the airport because coming from someone who just did the trip to Cincinnati and back where we <laughs> ate every meal for, I mean, two to three meals a day, every meal out, including airport days uh, for seven straight days. The amount of money that we spent on food is so sickening. Uh, and especially in an airport, like you don't have many good options to spend your money on. And so like for us, it was Einstein's because we knew we could get a decent sandwich and it was relatively affordable compared to any of the other restaurants in the airport. But even then, it's still stupid expensive. So I, I next time moving forward, I will stick more to your your travel tips. <laughs> my, I, I did it. I did my my formula. Yep. Yeah, that's and, and the thing is, I, I just like the way that I feel when I'm not oversaturated. I, there's no like there's no problem with. I think every once in a while, like it's a balance. Like mm-hmm. when I come home a lot of times after work, dude, I just don't even care. Like I'm going to eat carbs. I'm going to eat whatever. Cause like I've, I've, it's been a long day. And, and I think there is a balance between like, especially at night now, I find that sometimes I sleep better on carbs, like mm-hmm. not a ton of them, but like there there's, you look at the, the list and you kind of compare like, okay, I try to tend towards like more, good carbs mm-hmm. a big one for me has been sweet potato this this year um but like yeah that it, there's nothing wrong with having having carbs or doing like i don't really think there is i think there's a right time for everything every fuel yep. source yep. and that's what i'm kind of getting at is i've really been trying to understand and have seen some good progress this year on when to put the right fuel in the tank and keep like yourself it. running on premium so let's go Let's go. <laughs> that that to me, uh, my big takeaway from travel for this year, my my bad was actually probably kind of related to that. It was not planning for a trip ahead of time with with more uh, gusto because we did get kind of screwed in a lot of the the meals we ate where it was just fast food type stuff because we were just scrambling to try and find food. So I'll, I'll get into that with the bad. It kind of plays off that. My good for travel is that I actually did something that I had been talking about for years and never had actually pulled the trigger on. I actually went and spent time with my grandparents. Um, That's something that I think too many people take for granted that you have, if you have grandparents, call them, please call them because you know, I hadn't seen my grandparents in years and I have never seen my grandpa that happy in my whole life. And my grandma came up to me on like day three of the trip and she goes, I've, I haven't seen him this happy in a long time. And like that hit really hard because, you know, now it made me feel guilty. I hadn't, I haven't, I haven't called them in a couple of days. I should probably call them tomorrow, but yeah. um, you know, my good for travel was just 
realizing that the people in my life are not going to be there forever, especially my grandparents. You know, my grandpa's health is not the best and neither is my grandma's. And it was just kind of a reminder that they're not here forever and take advantage of the time that you have. And so mine was, I just, I got to see them and I got to That's spend awesome. some really cool time shooting really cool guns with my grandpa and learning about his life in the Navy and just learning stories or hearing stories I'd never even thought about, you know, th things he would have lived through the, the stories of being in the Navy in his early twenties are, you cannot repeat them <laughs> on the <Wow>. podcast, <laughs> but uh, they were really, really fun to listen to. Um, so I, I, for my good, it was definitely spending time with my grandparents. I'm already planning a trip out to see my grandpa on my other grandpa on my mom's side um he lives in north carolina so we're, he's getting married next year so we're gonna spend a whole family trip we're all gonna go out there stay at his place for the wedding and hang out with him and you know i already have a couple more trips planned for next year but you know trying trying to spend time with the people i have before they're not there um i think it's it's incredibly important and then by going into my bed with traveling this year hugest takeaway of any trip that I've had in a long time. And I travel what I feel like is a decent amount. Uh, this was the hardest time planning a trip that we had ever had. So we went to Cincinnati, Ohio, which we quickly learned. And shout out to anybody in Cincinnati. Please, please tell me if I'm wrong. And I just didn't know what I was doing. Uh, Cincinnati's not a, a tourist town. There's just not a whole lot to do. And so we had gone there to watch the Bengals play the Chiefs. And they ended up winning, which was super rad. But we struggled the whole trip to come up with things like touristy things to do museums and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that one hurt. Uh, we were there really? the first. Yeah, we were there the first day going, did we make a mistake in spending all this money to come here when there's not going to be anything for us to do? Uh, we ended up hardcore sitting down on the couch pulling out a laptop pulling out a magazine that the airbnb hosted and we were just burning through stuff trying to find anything to do in the city and we made the rest of the trip really good but this was a lesson in not all cities are the same especially not all cities are like san diego where we have a thousand things to do at the drop of a hat um, this one needed more planning much mm. more planning um so yeah, big takeaway there. Plan your trips ahead of time. Reddit is a hugely useful tool. If you're traveling to a new town you've never been, go to r slash and then that town. Like we went to r slash Cincinnati. And then I was searching in there like souvenir, restaurants, shops, malls. Because everyone would go, hey, I'm coming to Cincinnati for a couple of days. Does anyone know of any good souvenir shops? And you've got like five people that comment. Um, that's how we found one of the best souvenir shops we went to. So Reddit can be a good tool. We just we didn't plan well enough in advance and we got kind of screwed. So huh. I, that was a bad, rough, kind of a rough couple of days in that first start of the trip. So what what was your favorite thing you ended up doing? Uh I think walking the, it's called the Purple People Bridge. So it's a pedestrian bridge that goes from downtown Cincinnati to Newport, Kentucky. And it used to be a road bridge. They changed that and made it a pedestrian bridge. It's just really cool to get to walk and stand over the Ohio River and then be oh, able yeah. to, in a two-minute walk, go from Ohio to Kentucky to Ohio to Kentucky. Be able to just jump, jump state lines like that pretty quickly, which is... Very yeah. exciting for me coming from San Diego, where the nearest state is, you know, at least a four or five hour drive from here. So it's not like you can just hop over a bridge and walk to the next state. Um, so I'd say that was that was pretty high up on the list. That in the game, the game was fantastic. Um, you know, watching the Bengals completely out <laughs> the Chiefs in the last couple of minutes was really, really cool. Uh, and made it really fun dumping in a downtown Cincinnati coming off a win. That is there, there are a few yeah. feelings in life better than being the home team that won right outside the stadium. <laughs> it's that so much awesome, fun. man. And and your top, uh, did you did you have any top coffee or or food moments while you were there? Yeah, so we stayed in the east end of Cincinnati, which is actually the oldest neighborhood in Cincinnati, and is technically one month older than Cincinnati itself. So wow. it was actually found, it was the Columbia to Schoolham, which is the, the area we stayed in. And 
right down the street from our Airbnb was a place called Eli's Barbecue, which is the most renowned barbecue in Cincinnati. And then a place called Highmark, which is a, a bar and grill kind of thing. Um, they did fantastic sandwiches and wings. Eli's did amazing barbecue wings, jalapeno cornbread, and smoked ribs. That was were absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, ate a lot at both of those places. Um, expensive. I will say expensive, but still really good. And then we were actually right next to Fulton Coffee House, which has a beautiful outside deck with a bar. Oh. They're actually Fulton Coffee House and Spirits. So during the morning, they do coffee. and the afternoon and evening, they have a full bar built into the patio. So they do both morning and night, which was really cool to experience. What? Yeah. Yeah. Fulton Coffee House. I the think East they Ed. just did a collaboration with Stone Stone or uh Ballast. No, yeah, Stone Brewery. No, Fult Fulton's actually their own. Well, this this instance it's their own. It's a little mom and pop coffee shop in the east end of Cincinnati. But so you they said they did... make spirits, like they distill, right? No, no, no. They 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 do coffee and spirits. So they they sell both of them. So they have a coffee house in the front and a bar in the back. And so they hit the morning and oh. the evening patrons. And it gives it a really cool dichotomy because you go and you get a croissant and a cup of coffee. And then you go outside to sit on the patio and you're sitting at a full-fledged bar that you know isn't open yet, but there's still a bar. You're sitting there drinking your coffee. Uh, with you know big TVs for the games and stuff like that, it was just really really cool to experience. Nice, yeah. Sounds like wins to me. I mean, well, I mean, bad, bad and good. I mean, yep. you you learned you learned how to get get together, get it together, and that's that's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think my bad is also going to be. Actually, it's I I I'm glad to say it's unrelated to anything we've talked about. It's not biking, listeners. Um, <laughs> I, for the first time this year, made the cardinal sin of putting the wrong name in on my on a family member's boarding pass. Oh God! And let Lord. and and the problem, listeners, and this is what I want you to understand: it's okay to make a mistake, but don't realize the mistake within 24 hours of when you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. And so I learned the hard way, unfortunately, and it, trust me, I did because it took me four hours, if not more of working the phone lines. I mean, <laughs> working, I mean, calling the, the, the airline, calling chase, calling the airline, calling chase. I did it back and forth probably four times wow. before I finally got somebody who could make it happen for me. And then we had to go to the airport early just to make sure before the flight <laughs> that night to make sure that everything was set and ready to go and then go to the airport. So wow. if you ever do, this is this is a lesson learned for me because in the world of traveler profiles and Chase knows my family, <laughs> they know certain things about them. And they have these things, I don't know if you've seen it, Sean, but like after so many trips you, you book, they like set up a profile for you mm -hmm. yep. and it like automatically populates information if you choose. And that's where I got in trouble is I auto-populated and assumed, I assumed that everything, when you're buying four tickets, it's sometimes your eyes go cross-eyed and you miss, you're like, oh yeah, looks good. And I yep. swear, I swear my mind literally saw the correct name, but it was wrong. Cool. Like when I was like looking at it after I had purchased it, I'm like, oh yeah, looks good. Um, but again, I had a lot going on when we purchased this trip. It was like during the time where we were transitioning from San Diego to Arizona and we were mm -hmm. buying a house and there was just, I was paperworked out. Bottom line, check your paperwork and definitely check prior to 24 hours. Because if I would have checked, I could have just called and they could have just changed it immediately. But once you're within the 24 hour no go zone, nobody wants to touch the <laughs> itinerary. Nobody. So that was my my bad for the year, and it was a big one. I mean, I spent a lot of time mm -hmm. stressed thinking, <laughs> okay, well, so because you can't get on. If it's yeah. wrong, yeah. that ticket goes away. You just wasted money, and then your whoever person just has to eat it and not go pretty much. Mm. So it's a it's a no bueno, man. Don't do it. Uh and let's let's dive quickly into our financial 
financial wins and losses of the year. I'm sure we have some. Uh, you can lead off this time. Yeah, I'm going to uh, start with, with your good. I'm actually start with the bad. Whoa! Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Whoa. So my definitely bad for this year financial wise is being unemployed. Uh, this has been, I knew it was going to be rough transitioning to having no income, but I didn't realize how stressful it was actually going to be on me as the months went on. Um, it's still been worth it, but it's definitely been rough. Every time I pay my credit cards and I pay them every two weeks, every time I pay my credit cards, there's a little bit of my soul that I feel like dies uh, when I have to transfer oh. money from my savings account to my checking account to be able to pay off my credit cards. So uh, it has been worth it, but it has been a lot rougher than I was expecting um, and really puts a lot of pressure on me for next year to actually get a job and have some money coming in. Um, I, I will admit I've gotten pretty good at being frugal, a lot more frugal than I used to be. And it makes me realize how much stupid money I was spending when I had a paycheck coming in. And I will take this that when I finally am making money again, I will be spending a lot less money on stupid stuff that I just was like, oh yeah, it's just, I've always done it this way. So I'm always going to keep doing it that way. Mm. And then you have no money coming in and you're like, why in the world was I doing that? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to flip it from a bad to a good, but it has definitely been a pretty rough couple of months trying to plan my future out, especially the unknown of the world, the economy, my job, all of that. Um, it's been it's been intense, but the one thing that has really helped coming into the travel time for the Ohio trip and honestly paying for Christmas gifts, I have used my credit card points out the behind this year <laughs> uh, more than I ever have before. I've always been obsessed with hoarding credit card points, hoarding them as much as I can, getting them as where getting the deals getting the points, make sure I'm spending in the right categories. And this has been the first year where I have basically drained almost all of my credit card points, but it has allowed me to spend more on Christmas than I was planning to really get gifts from my family and friends mm. that mean something rather than just getting a crappy gift because it's all I can afford. So that has really, really helped really plays into how smart you know, you and I have been in the last few years of talking about credit cards and dealing with that. I think that it's <laughs> it's majorly benefiting me now that I've had a big, uh, you know, big wrench thrown in my plan. So, uh, yeah, get those credit card points, because when I cashed them out, it was a hefty check right into my checking account that I quickly flushed buying Christmas gifts and travel. But it was worth it. I, I'm really glad I did it. That's great, man. Yeah, I mean, we have been, first and foremost, I think, wonderful takeaways. I, I felt the same way. I took a ma a massive break between jobs over the holidays last, last year mm -hmm. because yep. I just said, you know what? If I'm going to get a new job, I'm actually going to take a holiday. Like, I'm not just going to dive right back into work. I'm going to take the time. And it was very uh, – I, I had a lot of good takeaways as well regarding the frugalness aspect of, oh, you don't need as much – Mm -hmm. as you think you do, even with a family. So I, I, I just imagining being single and having that epiphany. That's great. <laughs> I'm glad so. I had it now before I get a paycheck again, because I feel like I'm, I'm going to be ready to tackle getting a house at some point with how much money I feel like I can save now compared to what I would have been a couple of months ago. Yeah, dude. Well, amazing because, uh, yeah, it, it is the power of a good plan. We were just talking about that right before we started, started recording. So yeah, the more we can plan out our finances, the better we're going to be. The more transparent we can be with ourselves and not play tricks on ourselves. So my big win is also credit card related. I, as you guys probably know, I've shared with it um, the American Express Blue Cash Preferred card is one that I picked up at the beginning of this year. The reason why I did that was because most of because of being in a family. Most of our money at the time, due to inflation, was going to both groceries and gas. Mm -hmm. And and both of those were really picking up speed early on the year here. Um, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to take a chance on this card. It's got a, a 95 um, yearly yep. fee 
which which is not again you have to assess it so the first year there's no annual fee uh so that's it's white so you can just you get a pretty much a year free um but then after that it's 95 so i was just curious okay well what's this going to get back to me now let me walk you through the benefits though the benefits are six percent back cash back when shopping at any grocery store good lord that's the highest i've ever heard it it is three percent back on all gas and transit purchases so you're getting well i don't even spend like again i am not a huge i'm just spending what i what i normally spend within the budget for the family and we have made that back probably seven eight times over Mm. the 95 dollar and i just at this point it just comes back as you can just like you said, Sean, you can just flush it right through as a statement credit mm-hmm. and it just applies right to your bill. Oh, it's so, so nice. <laughs> it 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 has been seamless. And so really, I just have like I'm never going to go below 95 every year, and that's kind of the plan. I'll just every time if that when that hits, I'll just bing, throw it in there. Nice. Won't have any issues. But the other huge thing was it when you spent up to a certain amount of money at least when I signed up for the card, you got $300 cash back. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I pretty much had like a seven times multiple on the 95 uh, with that, with that huge cash back reward. And so at this point (laughs) we'll see, because now I have two cards that have annual fees, but this one has been huge. And it, I think from my initial findings, it's worth it. If you, have a family or you spend a lot in we spend the most again on groceries and gas which i think mm-hmm. a lot of americans are doing right now yep agreed it, well really everybody and that probably leads us into our the bad which the bad for i think both of us on this year has been inflation and i'm sure all you listeners out there can agree with us on this one inflation this year has been off the chain I mean, I don't even want to look at the stats anymore because I'm just, I'm tired of seeing it go up so high uh, on the year. But you know what, Sean, we're here. We've done big things this year. And I think that's that's been my huge, the contentment is still there, listeners. Yep. Let's Let's not just be driven by the bad. We went through a number of bad things, right? But I'd call them more lessons learned tonight. We always want to take our lessons learned from the last year or even the last couple months or weeks and turn those into things that we can propel ourselves forward with more confidence, more uh, integrity, more responsibility for everything we're doing in our own personal lives. So whether that's work-related, financial-related, travel-related, activities you're doing, uh, you can always take the fails or the things that you're not meeting with success consistently and turn them into wins. And that's what we're here to tell you. So even though we have this heavy inflation, let's not let it get us down this holiday. Sean, you've done a big thing. You're out there getting some major gifts. Good for you. And I think just let's not, let's be at peace this, uh, this Christmas season. There's no reason to be stressed out. There's no no reason to be feeling the, the game coming up. Oh, this is the worst time of year. This should be the best time of year. I got myself some jingle jangle, Sean. Have you ever had that? <laughs> no. We've I think you've talked about it. I've seen it at the store, but I haven't. No, it's Holy. it's I think I was doing oh. the Trader Joe's crossword last week and I saw jingle jangle is one of the clues. I first year getting it, man, it's really good. <laughs> I'll have to go check it out. I haven't I haven't done it yet. Hasn't been good for my waistline, but you know what? That's uh <laughs> I guess this time of year between beer and jingle jangle, I it will take me to the grave. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but it'll be worth it. It's it's the best part of this time of year. And I agree. I think that inflation has been rough this year. Uh, I'm experiencing, I feel it more um, than I thought I would because of the not having any income and, and experiencing that, which has been a blast. Um, but I think that, you know, it's, I keep trying to think of it as it could be worse. Um, 
and oh. trying to just think about the good and what we've got and what we're doing. And, you know, if, if you can't afford some of those crazy Christmas gifts this year, you know, I've heard of some of my friends doing, you know, where, where in years past they would, everybody would always try and get everybody else a gift. And so there was just boatloads of gift opening on, on Christmas. And, you know, I've heard of several friends who this year they're saying, no, we're doing more of a, uh, a draw out of a hat and everybody gets one yep. name and you get yep. that one person a gift. So everyone gets one and it's, you know, heartfelt and you really put thought into it and it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. And, you know, you just saved a lot of money on not having to just get gifts to, for the, you know, fact of getting gifts, you know, you're actually thinking about it. Um, there are a lot of ways out there to make the holidays work, especially if you've got kids um, there are ways to to make it work where you don't have to spend an arm and a leg and donate a kidney to be able to afford Christmas. So uh, just 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 look Hope at not. some of the other examples out there, and uh, yeah, it's it's possible to get through it. I promise. We we can do it, listeners. We're here for you as well. Send us a line if you're uh, if you're feeling feeling glum. We will bring you up, give you some inflated joy. <laughs> so Sean, let's dive into our final. We've made it. We have yep. made it to the end of this episode. This has been our 2022 wrap. We hope you've been enjoying it, but we're going to finish off with something fun. And this is going to be our memorable cooks of the year. And it can be either something we've done and or just experienced. So Sean, lead us off on this one. What's been your uh, your most memorable food experience most, this year? Absolutely. Most memorable, most memorable meal has been my grandma's stew. Uh, you know, I think my favorite part of it was that she, she just threw it together. Like it was just the crap left in the fridge that they hadn't eaten yet. She's like, I'm just going to make a stew because it was the day we had come into Arkansas. We'd been flying all day. We drove because we landed in Little Rock and then we had an hour and a half drive to their place in Arkadelphia. And so we were, you know, we were tired and hungry and my grandma was like, all I got is just stuff from the fridge. I'll make a stew. And it was so cool. And the reason it's most memorable for me is to her, it was just any old stew. She was just making a <laughs> stew. For me, it was, you know, my grandma's stew. Like after a long day coming home to a warm house with happy dogs and sitting down with a nice home cooked meal, it was just so whole, like they just made me so fuzzy inside eating that. Gosh. And then my memorable cooks was that whole week was just cooking with my grandma and yes. making pancakes and cast iron skillets and doing everything that I had just, I had missed about my childhood was sitting in the kitchen with her, letting her teach me how to make actual homemade Southern biscuits and homemade banana pudding. Like there were things that I, I took for granted as a child of just things I ate whenever grandma was around that now I'm actually paying attention to. And so spending that week cooking with her, it will forever just live in my fun memory bank that I've got going. Gosh, man. So what was in the stew? Like, give me just quick, quick recap on what were some of those uh, ingredients. Ground beef, green beans, peas, carrots, uh, tomatoes. I think like a tomato sauce, um, mm. a bunch of seasoning, salt, pepper, Italian seasoning. Uh, I can't remember some of the other stuff. Um, Oh, sorry. Well, I don't know if there was anything else in there. I think that might have been it. It was just stuff they had opened in the fridge. She's like, I don't have anything planned. I'll make you guys a stew. Because it was just for us. Like they had already eaten their own dinner. And so she just threw together the stew in, you know, in an hour and uh, just let it simmer for a while. And it was it was fantastic. Wow. And she had she had uh southern cornbread, which isn't mm. as sweet as I'm used to. Um, but you know, it was still really good to dip the cornbread in the stew. And uh, it was just, it was such a classic Southern meal to land in Arkansas and be eating stew and cornbread. Like it, it's as good as it gets, man. Well, I, I need some cornbread now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I have a whole tin downstairs because we did chili and cornbread for dinner. So oh, wow. I've got, I've got cornbread for, for bring, tomorrow. I'm bring excited. some of that on our bike ride. I want yes, fresh, yes. fresh cornbread. You got it. Um, all right. So, so my big one was actually tackling the Turkey problem. This Thanksgiving was less than ideal for the power household. Everybody was sick. Uh, nobody came. It was just us. And 
it was kind of there's something really sweet about it even in the midst of kind of what you were talking about where it doesn't go to plan but there's something still salvageable about the situation Mm -hmm. um thankfully salvageable but i was able to make my first turkey my first ever turkey this year and i was really excited to share it with people but unfortunately that didn't happen it was just me and my wife and my kids rejected it and you know that's what happens (laughs) when you have kids but uh i it came out really well and man the the like the roasting broth Mm. i saved it for like the next week just making some additional you know like uh i have a couple other recipes you can throw like ground beef and things together Mm -hmm. and i use some of that in there to kind of additionally season and Mm. it was just so good man it was really good the veggies in there were great so and then yeah the turkey itself was very juicy which is what i think everybody wants and i i know it, it was a major milestone for me and i got other things on the table too so that was the other kind of fun thing about it was somehow managing to get other dishes like expected you know like the stuffing and the mm-hmm. the veggies and potatoes on the on the table and 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 it all came out so nice now that was mine uh man sean i am really thrilled about the year we've had and i'm excited though because 2023 is right around the corner and it's just gonna be a dream i'm i'm really excited i'm we've got a lot of really good things coming this year has been a great, I think, segue to continue working on a lot of the things that we've touched on, both podcast and personal lives. You know, I'm really excited to keep pushing this activity goal um, to go on the spike ride when you're here, and and just a lot of <laughs> a lot of things get that on the that, books. Yep, get that on the books. A lot of things that, uh, you know, this was a big year for us and i think Mm -hmm. keeping that energy moving into 23 into 24 into 25 like we just have to keep it going because um yeah next year is my golden birthday i'm turning 28 on the 28th so it's got to be a good year yes let's do it let's go oh love it sean no i know and i love that you kept going years down the road because that's that's where we're going gonna be like we're gonna be old and you're gonna be like john just stop (laughs) calling me this is ridiculous (laughs) we need to stop doing this but not tonight and not next year this is gonna be another big one so wherever you are we want to thank you for listening to us to what we put down we hope you found value we always want to lay down some value in our episodes this has been our year in review but we want to hear from you as well so if you have a moment Go on our website or send us an email, and we want to hear from you what some of your top moments slash takeaways were from your year, whether it be financial, uh, some memorable food that you shared with somebody, or some travel tips that you thought we could have added to our wrapped. We're not going to, but we still want to hear from you. So feel free to drop us some lines and and most of all just enjoy this time of year get close to family enjoy some good food you won't find any more jingle jangle it's sold out so sorry but you know where to find us keep your dial tuned to the how-to hobby platform and we'll be here next time at the how to hobby podcast Thank you for listening to another episode of the How To Hobby Podcast. We hope you enjoyed what you've heard. And if you did, please don't hesitate to give us a five-star review and or follow us wherever you digest your podcast. We'll catch you next time. And wherever you are, we wish you the best. Thanks for listening.